Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. How are you, friend? Doing good. I'm doing good, too. It's nice to be back in the room with you. Sure. Back on the horse again. I, I will admit, people who listened to last week's episode, yeah. where I was in the host chair. And last week uh, was what you usually refer to as a non-canonical episode. Yeah. Uh, it's a kind and of a... that you're drunk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I go to a strange new world <laughs> where Spider-Man is a Latino teenager. Um, yeah. Um, uh, I realized... Well, technically, we're in a strange new world where Sunny D is a Latino teenager. Oh, yeah. I guess so. I Wait guess a minute. No, Christian Chris, is... you're like 22. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Christian's like 20. He has a he has a, a teenish enthusiasm, though. He does have a teenish enthusiasm and foolishness. Sure. Yeah, I mean, he's very hot-headed. foolish. Extremely hot-headed. Hey, Christian, it's okay. We know you're a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember something that we... <laughs> that we did a couple of times in college that we thought was funny, yeah. but the people we were doing it to did not, which is, I think, most, most of, of the things yeah. we did in college. I mean, we hosted a radio show together for four years. Sure. Uh, was when we would see someone with a child, uh-huh. call the child a baby, even though it's like four, yeah. and they hate it. They hate, they hate so a four-year-old much. hates being called a baby, and their parents don't like it. No, it is still funny. To but me, we though. would do it and laugh. I I'm think our right now because I'm remembering how funny that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to all the to all the I just listen. So what a beautiful baby! Not only to Christian, yeah, who we downgraded to teen, yeah, but to all the. To all the four-year-olds who we called babies in college, we're sorry. We know you were big boys um, and girls. But I will continue. I mean, to, I am I am deeply committed right yeah. now. Anyone under – I'm 35 now. Sure. I'm going to say anyone under 31 mm-hmm. is a teen. Okay. Depending on, like, what type of hat they're wearing. Sure. Pretty much. General vibe. Yeah, like if they're holding a skateboard. Yeah. Yeah, no. Someone holding a skateboard is a teen. Yeah. It could just be like a 40-year-old burnout. Well, let's be clear. That's the only people that hold skateboards anymore. <laughs> sure. There's no teens skateboarding in no. America in 2016. They're hoverboarding. Yeah, or whatever. They're yeah, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to catch Pokémon when you're trying to also do a, vert, ba- vert a ramp. backside shove it. Yeah, backside shove it. That was better than vert ramp. Both bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, let's say this. Ollie Ollie Barry. Let's say zero to twelve. Sorry, that's a kind of jam. <laughs> let's say zero to twelve. Yeah. Baby. Right. Twelve to thirty-one teen. Yeah. Thirty-one and up to death. Grandpa. Well, I was gonna say big boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the thing like summer boy where it doesn't need to be gendered. Yeah. We can all be big boys. Even girls or people who identify as some other kind of gender. You know what? I think that in some ways the story of our generation, Mm -hmm. Jordan, is the story of the struggle to become a big boy in a difficult economic and social climate. Mm -hmm. Well, and to go in the big boy potty. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And And, you know, I think that all of us look up to the greatest big boy of them all, Mm -hmm. uh, President Barack Obama. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I know we don't want to get too partisan on the show. 
Certainly not. No, I mean this is a this is a deeply nonpartisan program. Sure, it's informational. We have always been well. We've always supported the Natural Law Party because we wouldn't want to defy Mother Nature. Sure, but besides <laughs> that, I mean, as your radio home in L.A. KPCC says, no rant, no slant. Exactly, mm-hmm. and. No, Grant. Ulysses S. Grant. So that's the one other <laughs> He will not be mentioned, we're... even in stories about the Civil War. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, to say that guy. Yeah. That old codger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I think we all, you know, if not watch the whole thing, at least watch clips of the of the DNC this week. And, um, yeah, I was just really inspired by that big boy. <laughs> I mean, this is, I mean, I and I felt great that, you know, I got to have... You know this big boy in my country for eight years, and yeah. um, his amazing big boy wife, and yeah, I mean, and they're two beautiful babies. <laughs> yeah, when I think about him, you know, mm-hmm. the first ever African American man mm-hmm. occupying the presidency, sure. living in the White House, mm-hmm. eating grown-up food with a fork and knife, <laughs> sure. It is so beautiful to mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? Like it's such a beautiful picture. Yeah, and it's and it's really really amazing that we might have our first female big boy. That's <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, for years, yeah. children, young girls growing up, yeah, had no female big boys in the White House to look up to. Sure, they had them in Congress and the Senate. Of certainly. course, sure. Diane Feinstein, certain astronauts. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean it's a, it's a new Sally, world. Sally Ride. It's a new world. Who might have been the teacher that blew up? <laughs> no, I think Sally Ride was fine. <laughs> That's the astronaut. I think she was the first woman in space. Okay. Yeah. What was the teacher that blew up? Joan Challenger. <laughs> <laughs> we of course respect this yes. and all of our nation's tragedies. Absolutely. Yeah. A single tear rolls down our face. Mm-hmm. We apologize. Yeah. To the Challenger. Mm-hmm. And its friends, <laughs> sure, <laughs> everyone, all all big or small, whatever the size may be. Mm-hmm. So, what are we talking about? Big boys, big boys, teens, teens, tweens, all those. What about tweens? Who's a tween? I mean, I think a tween is a tude. Okay, I don't think a tween is necessarily an age. I think a tween is a tude. I okay, think someone could behave like a tween. I mean, I think if it would be different if we were in marketing, which we're not. Right, we're in journalism. Right. But uh, that's why we're so nonpartisan. Exactly. No rant, no slant. Yeah. Um, no grant. No, no grant. No Ulysses. That's great. Yeah, I think of a tween as kind of a connected young person. Right. You know, getting out there, hot takes. You know what? How I imagine a teen? Hmm. Or I mean, excuse me, forgive me. You know how I imagine a tween? Hmm. It's a it's a boy mm-hmm. and his twin brother. Mm-hmm. They live in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And they're sort of running everything. They're super rich and they're running everything from this hotel. They're having like, I guess I would describe it as a sweet life. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You're totally getting at something and I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Should we introduce our guest? Because she clearly knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, please. Help me out. I I would love nothing more than to participate in the bit. She's a comic. She's one of the hosts of Maximum Fun's. 
brand new podcast, Tights and Fights, Danielle Radford. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Danielle, would you like to care to explain to Jordan? What bit was Jesse doing? So uh, The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Okay. Is, it's a television show. Um, for It's about these kids who, as he said, they live in a hotel. Um, and like somehow all these like crazy hijinks happen in the hotel. Wow. But then later, later... They're on a boat? What? Yeah. Oh, my what? gosh. Right. What? Yeah. And in that, they still have a pretty sweet life on the boat, though. Do they yeah. Do they change the spelling of sweet depending on where they are? Uh, no, they should. I would have called it, yeah, like, the it, tight life of Zach for the, and Cody. For, so yeah. for the first half of the show, it was spelled S-U-I-T-E, sure. so sweet. Mm-hmm. Then later on in the in the run of the show, it was spelled B-O-A-T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the sweet spelled B-O-A-T. Spelled B-O-A-T. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, because later they were on a boat. Is there an umlaut over that? No. No, sorry. You know, it's funny. I, as you were saying that, I think I, I I recognized the show from, uh, um, I think, a Dan Savage appearance on uh, This American Life. Oh, I thought you were going to say Sweet Life of Zach and Cody because I, I missed like, that one. Hey, yeah, <laughs> Dan Savage. The boys figured something out about themselves. <laughs> yeah, they de- teaches them that uh, that men have sensitive prostates. <laughs> this is when they become GGG. Right, exactly. That's actually yeah, called yeah. the cast who becomes GGG. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, that's just kind of where I get my entertainment because I like I listen to a lot of public radio, but I don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah, um, Jordan doesn't even have a TV. Yeah, I well, like... he sometimes on his laptop he likes to watch documentaries on Netflix. Sure, um, but I mean, I prefer like real stories. Yeah, you know, just like I mean that I don't need Hollywood blockbusters. I've got real stories. Can I throw something out to the two of you, please? Mm. And I want you to tell me whether this <laughs> makes a shit ton of sense to you. Okay, <laughs> probably whether this really connects with yeah. you. But at the end of the day, you, mm-hmm. me, Danielle, Christian, mm-hmm. Ira Glass, mm-hmm. we're all storytellers. Yeah. Yep. Just mm-hmm. We're stories. just trying to make sense. It's like we're cavemen sure. around a campfire. It's a primal instinct. And we're wearing those, uh, like it's like a bearskin midriff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like a single strap bearskin. We're wearing a bearskin singlet. Like sure. a bearskin singlet, mm-hmm. and we're holding those. It's like a fat baseball bat. To <laughs> club? <laughs> you got it. That's the one. And we're chasing those, uh, you know, it's like a walrus, but it's crossed with a tiger. Sure. A dinosaur. Yeah. And... Anyway, the point is we're storytellers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Beginning, mm-hmm, middle, end, mm-hmm. okay? Setup. Uh, rising action, climax, sure. denouement. Okay? Boy the goes sh- on a journey, the finds way- out who his dad is. Exactly. Post-credits tease for the next story. Yeah, yeah. you can never go home again, sure. you guys. <laughs> can I, I, never go home I again. I only do cave drawings of two right. boys who live in a hotel. <laughs> right? Yeah, I and mean. the adventures that go on. I mean, really, the sweet life of Zach and Cody, I think, is just based on one of our oldest archetypes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's know, really true. Man, just like the- ver- man versus nature, man versus self. Twins versus hotel. <laughs> of course, just like the legend of the Monkey King. <laughs> sure. They have those cudgels that mm-hmm. grow or shrink. Mm-hmm. It lets them dance among the clouds mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. their pig friend. This is uh, also in the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yes, yes. They have it's a, a very friend. special episode. That sounds special. You know what? Yeah. The more I think about it, this is actually a Mary Kate Nashley thing. So. Uh... Mm-hmm. This is from New- Mary Kate Nashley, New, I did uh, New watch York that. Minute. Mm-hmm. 
co-starring Andy Richter. <laughs> Man, one time I got to talk to Andy Richter about what it was like to be in a Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen movie. Yeah. He said it was really fun. Yeah, because Andy Richter had that uh, that fun part of his career where he was not on Conan anymore. Yeah. But was out being just like a working character actor and did all sorts of, like he did those cool sitcoms that he was in. Yeah, his but sitcoms, then was just, he did two different very funny sitcoms. Super funny. Super, yeah. super fun. A- I think, Andy um, Richter is great. One of them was called The Tight Life of Andy Richter. Okay. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right. I think that's right. It was about his pussy. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So, many, true. so many tight lives out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Then he was just the dad in a lot of stuff. Yeah, totally. That's fun. Well, who, who else would you get? No. Andy Richter That's the best delight. one. That's the best one to get. Yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, I'm starting that part of my career now, so this will be the last podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, heading out to be a beloved sitcom dad. Well, at least I'm getting that Tonight Show money. Yeah. That's going to last forever. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Wait, that's when he uh, That's when he came back. Sorry. I messed up the timeline there. That's okay. When I was making that analogy. I think Conan forgives you. Thank you, Conan. Yeah, Conan forgives you. <laughs> Thank you, Conan. Do you have an earpiece that you're talking to Conan O'Brien? Um, you know, we just speak through our hearts. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Care Bears. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have the same connection with Spike Ferriston. <laughs> talk show with Spike Ferriston. <laughs> yeah. Short-lived, but your bond is strong. Yeah, your bond is strong. Hmm. He wrote The Soup Nazi. Yeah. Spike Ferriston. Uh, I have, uh... I have one with Magic Johnson <laughs> from the Magic Most Johnson of, show. Oh. oh, the Magic Johnson show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got one with Keenan Ivory Wayans from the Vibe show. Oof. Ooh. I think. I think that means that you're also connected to all Wayans because they are all connected. Sure. They're like oh, the Borg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are Wayans. Join us. <laughs> Resistance is futile. Uh, yeah, I think the Wayans are just Why number- you <laughs> <laughs> I am Kim Wayans. I'm probably doing fine. <laughs> I'm probably not sweating it. I just want to meet like the one doing like like doing okay, but doesn't need to be on TV. Wayans, just like the one normal Wayans, just the Wayans who's who's like a phlebotomist. Yeah, just like the, a well-adjusted Wayans. I would love to meet. And he's that. like, yeah, I went to phlebotomy school and uh, I work at Kaiser. I work down at Kaiser and um, <laughs> really it's, touching some lives. It's yeah, great. It's really good. Uh, to help people do their blood tests. And, you know, he sees the guys a couple times a year. Yeah. I mean, they're so busy with shooting and everything. But yeah, but we have a lot of fun when we have a family barbecue. We make time to hang out. You know, a lot of people say, I'm the funny one. <laughs> <laughs> and in a way, it kind of comes out when I'm doing my phlebotomy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trade school. What's the what's the most recent weigh-ins thing? Is there a current weigh-ins product, project yes. either on TV or... Coming to theaters? I, the only project I know of is Damon Wayans Jr., and he's doing great. Oh, Damon Wayans Jr. is in all the things. Yeah, what, but he, I consider him to be a Wayans project for but, sure. What didn't the didn't the middle Wayans didn't they just have a parody movie come out recently? I think yeah, I think the I think Marlon Wayans still heads up the yearly or bi yearly scary movie or and maybe they're not even called scary movie anymore. I think it was something besides. Oh, you know, I remember it. I did not see it, but I remember it was called A Haunted House, and I think that was pretty funny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's like their contract with America is just we have to put out. That's how we let them have so many weigh-ins. Do you think they got the idea to have a contract? They have to keep up their copyright, or else they lose uh, the weigh-ins name. Oh, right, so renew it. That's why there were all those bad Spider-Man movies. (laughs) 
It's like, ah, shit. <laughs> then they just, the Wayans go into the public domain and anybody can make a Wayans I, movie. Next year. I'm hoping. I'm hoping to get to be a Wayans. Yeah. Sounds pretty dope. I want to be on New Girl. That can would I be ask fun. you a question, Danielle? Mm-hmm. Do you think that they got the idea to have a contract with America from Newt Gingrich in the 1994 <laughs> Republican Revolution? I think he still manages them, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, really? Yeah. So let's talk a something. little bit about some of Newt Gingrich's side projects. Sure. So we the have Wayans Brothers. The Wayans Brothers. Managing the Wayans Brothers, uh, writing reviews of historical fiction on Amazon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, he was a top 100 Amazon reviewer. You know that, right? No. Yes. That's yes. great. This was a while. This was before he ran for president four years ago. So this was probably five or six years ago. So he had some time on his hands. And he said he and he said in his reviewer bio that he chose not to review things that he didn't like. So he became a top 100 Amazon reviewer exclusively reviewing things that he did like. Hmm. I guess he figures like he talks enough about stuff he hates in his regular life. <laughs> sure. He's yeah. going to keep that Amazon profile posy. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Moonbase Advocate. Mm-hmm. He's mm. been a big – and sure. zoo enthusiast. Oh. Oh, like Kevin Owens. Is Kevin Owens a zoo enthusiast? He is a zoo enthusiast. He is a well-known wrestler slash zoo enthusiast. I would like to be a zoo advocate. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like uh, Jungle Jack Hanna. Mm-hmm. You know, J- like Jungle Jack Hanna – Though, of course, the legendary uh, guy who wore safari clothes onto Letterman Mm -hmm. and had animals climb on him in Letterman. Mm -hmm. Jungle Jack Hanna, uh, no science background, did not work for the zoos, Mm -hmm. uh, just tricked someone into letting him be on TV (laughs) at some point, and then called someone and said, can you bring some animals? You know, and I think that is, I mean, I, I was a PA on Ellen for a while, and I think that's how those zoo man segments work. Zoo man shows up, and then various zoos or shelters yeah. or, you know, rare animal preserves will shuttle in some of their faves. Yeah, man, let's get that antelope famous or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah we've got this hot new antelope. <laughs> you know, all the kids are going to want to come see him if sure. we can just get him some TV His, his mixtape's about to drop. <laughs> it's These are basically, fire. It's a fire yeah, so, yeah, right, yeah. He's about to drop the hottest mixtape. Uh, and... So, yeah, so just the jungle man will come, and then the real zoo people will parade these animals before him these like dangerous animals. Prostitutes. <laughs> like prostitutes at a brothel. I watched yeah. this happen a couple of times. And the zoo man will just pick the ones that he likes and that he, you know, feels will be interesting. And he will go, and then he goes on the show. And then goofs around with the animals. And he memor- at some point he memorizes a few facts about the animals. Right. Sometimes the facts are fake. <laughs> oh, I just imagine it's like that scene in Showgirls where he's going around and he's like, your tits are too big. What's wrong with your nose? Pin your ears back. Like it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Of- Horns too long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why is that dog's, that dog's you know, tail not wagging? Let's put some ice on it. Get it erect. When was the last time you molted? <laughs> <laughs> put some ice on that dog's tail and get it erect. I have. A I ran past lot, that. That was very funny. Though. I have a lot of showgirls knowledge. I'm yeah, sorry. Uh, and apparently a lot of dog tail knowledge. <laughs> I just, you know, I just girls gotta have some hobbies. I just give it one of those purple pills. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, mm, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I don't. What? <laughs> I just decided to make that Viagra noise. Is. Oh, oh, they're okay. blue. Sure. They're blue. Um, purple, purple diamonds, right? I think no. I think Viagra's are blue. Viagra's blue are blue. God damn yeah. it. 
purple. It's purple Prozac. It's purple purple balloons. You're thinking of Lucky Charms. Oh, purple horseshoes. Purple horseshoes. Oh man, those mushrooms. God, sorry. I was about to say those marshmallows make me hard. <laughs> Would have been funny if I wouldn't have said mushroom. Can we agree on one thing though? Yeah. Doesn't matter what show it is. Mm-hmm. That's the best segment on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Those are great segments. Those are so fucking fun. They're awesome. I love watching. I would watch whether it's some whether it's a comedy genius like David Letterman mm-hmm. or a local news boob, a genial, handsome guy like Jimmy Fallon. Sure. Or a thing that's a uh, in between those two things. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know. Uh. Oh God. I had a. I. Had, I was going to observe something about those. Okay. Let's see. Yes. I saw all the guys. Oh. So here's the thing that I could never figure out. Yes. The people who bring the animals. Yes. For the zoo man to choose. Yes. A la showgirls. Right. What do they get out of the deal? Why do they shuttle this? You know, echidna or whatever from its preserve. To the Ellen studio. Well, I'm going to draw a parallel because we both have a background in show business. Mm -hmm. You worked on the Ellen show Mm -hmm. uh, for some years and, of course, have been on air television Mm -hmm. for six months. Yeah, yeah. That short of a time? It was, yeah. God, when you're longer, younger, when your young time goes slowly. (laughs) Sure, yeah. (laughs) Um, It seemed like a long time. It was a very bad job. In six months, I'll be dead. I uh, Okay, so what I was going to say is you've worked in show business. You've been on mm-hmm. camera. You were an on-camera personality on cable television mm-hmm. uh, and so on and so forth. You're a television <clears throat> writer right mm-hmm. now. Of course, you have appeared on and, and won the internet on televisions at midnight. Sure. I have a similar background mm-hmm. uh, in that I've met Peter Sagal. Mm-hmm. And uh, at every public radio program director's conference, mm-hmm. there's a public radio show. And again, I'm not here to drop names. Mm-hmm. Okay. Certainly. You worked for Ellen DeGeneres. Well, I've met the host of Bird Note. Okay. Bird Note is like a uh, – it's like one of those 60-second public radio shows. They don't really run very much here in a big city like Los mm-hmm. Angeles. But in a lot of smaller places, in place of local news, they'll drop in a little segment. There's another Just one Just like about, a writer's almanac type ex- thing. Exactly okay, like sure. the writer's almanac or there's one about uh, what's going on in space this week. Okay. Uh, not like Blizzard Man. <laughs> yeah. Like the constellation the Galactus of Galactus approaches. <laughs> he sent out his herald, the Silver Surfer. The Silver, the silver Surfer second. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> How close is the Silver Surfer to Earth? It's only <laughs> heralding the arrival of Galactus. <laughs> I would want to know that from public radio. How close the Silver Surfer is? It's only one second long, though. So you, it's either chill He's or fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, we tag him every time because Galactus. I feel like that dude's here like every ten fitting years. Yeah. So yeah. we tagged the Silver Surfer, so we know when he's coming around. Wait like a minute, would... we tagged him yeah. like a whale that yes. we're trying to keep track of, like on his dorsal yeah. fin. Silver sounds is what we call him. We just <laughs> we track him by silver sounds. Sure. Okay. He emits so, a frequency. You, of course, you and I both work in show business. Sure. Uh, the, the folks from Bird Note, mm-hmm. so at the public radio conference, which is for program directors to decide what shows mm-hmm. to carry, they have a Bird Note booth. And every year at the booth, there is some kind of live raptor. Okay. 
So like a bird of prey, a bird of prey. So they will get in touch with local owls. (laughs) (laughs) They want to meet you. Local owls. Hot local owls are waiting for your (laughs) Waiting to show you their hooters. (laughs) Vomit up a mouse skeleton on your face. (laughs) So there's live birds of prey there. Mm. So I would counter your question, why did they bring them to be on television? Uh With a second question, perhaps more pressing, why do they bring these animals to go to a public radio conference? Yeah. Like, I think at some point, they're just happy to have someone listen to them. Yeah, I guess if you spend your whole life caring for injured, you know, ibexes. Right. You, you know, and I, maybe it's even part of it. I mean, I feel like I'm figuring this out in my head as we're talking. Uh, thank you guys, by the way, for helping me. Sure. I think, I, I think the people who work with these animals probably, you know, are conservationists. Yeah, I think that's fair. And care about the animals and want to get, you know, people and kids interested in the animals. So, you know, they help, you know, save their habitats or whatever. Right, right. So, yeah, maybe this is part of their outreach is showing, you know, TV audiences how majestic these condors or ibexes can be. Right, because kids are real stupid. So, like, oh, yeah. they probably, like, hey, and then they'll, you know, you, you'll talk to a kid and they'll be like, whoa, well, what does, what do you do? And it's like, oh, they don't talk. Yeah. It's like not Disney. Like, you're not gonna. <laughs> and they're like, when are they gonna start dancing? It's like, no, no, mm. we don't. They don't. It may poop. Yeah, they just kind of. I feel like. Delete your face. They're gonna, yeah. That's a trick. Yeah. I feel like if I had spent my whole life taking care of ibexes, mm-hmm. I would feel like I had spent my whole life explaining the difference between an ibex and a gazelle sure and you know a dick I mean? dick for that matter yeah <laughs> you don't, don't get me started on dick dicks yeah i won't <laughs> um you know and i i based on my experience thanks for your consideration in that matter by the way based on my experiences the tv talk show jungle man is a fraud uh-huh but i choose to believe that's not true about the san diego zoo's joan Embry. Really? Yeah. I think she does work at the zoo. I don't think <laughs> I think she really does work at the San Diego Zoo and I believe that she's the exception to this rule. Because I have only done one thing that is like this. I've mm. never done anything with live animals. I did do something at one point <clears throat> uh at two points with the director of the Mutter Museum. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the Mutter Museum? Yes. So it's this Museum of Medical Oddities, what? Danielle, in in uh uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That sounds so upsetting. Uh, it's, it's amazing. It's totally amazing. It's like a 19th century medical museum uh, that has continued to this day. So they have like those pull crank like vibrators and like... Yeah, but it's not like... Cure... <laughs> Just tell us about the vibrators. <laughs> it's just the... Well, just I'm thinking of other things to cure like old-timey diseases like hysteria. Sure. More like, yeah, more yeah. like yeah. enormous colons. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so it's creepy and gross, but real. Right. Like it is an actual educational institution, a nonprofit, uh, part of the Physicians Library, if I remember correctly, of Philadelphia. Really great place. Anyway, the director of the Mutter Museum, uh, he, the, his predecessor made the museum famous by going on Letterman. Mm-hmm. And 
he also does media appearances and has come on our show. Mm-hmm. And he is really, as far as I can tell, the actual director of the museum uh, and is a charming and delightful man. And has seen the Collins before he gets on air. Fully familiar with the Collins. In this mm-hmm. case, he has seen the jar of flaked off skin. Okay. Yeah. A jar of flaked off skin? Yeah. That you keep in a jar? Yeah. No. I don't keep it in a jar, no. Oh. The museum does. Yes. For science reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what a jar of flaked off skin... Do you, if you count how much flaked off skin is there, in there <laughs> you win the jar? It's, it's, it's like, it's like <laughs> the jelly like beans at a like, do you neighborhood get carnival. <laughs> yeah. This is at a Boy Scout event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of giant colons, uh, can we sh- uh, circle back to Showgirls? Uh, yeah. I'd Anytime. love to circle back to Showgirls. I want to hear about showgirls fandom as it exists in 2016 is it still alive do you go to showgirls events and have you played the showgirls party game that a woman i dated once had um is that the one that comes in the vip edition i think it is in the vip edition yeah so uh there is still i don't know so much about nationwide i know Mm -hmm. i'm from seattle so back home i've actually i i have become uh friends with a guy back home named david schmader who (laughs) That's David Schmader name. is yeah he's a uh, he's a writer he's like he I don't think he's doing it anymore but he um, was the editor of like the Stranger and stuff up there oh, cool. and he used to do these live viewings <clears throat> of Showgirls where he would do commentary over it okay and it's hilarious and funny and he's super charming um, and so was it like a tour guide was it fun facts was it it was everything it was fun facts and then he would make fun of stuff and then he would talk about like his theories about different parts of it mm-hmm. um, it was very like meticulous and it was so well done that when they did the VIP edition which is a box set that they did for the anniversary um, that I got as a birthday present from an ex-boyfriend um, they put not that bragging that's just not bragging yeah. that's, that's just her you life. break a lot of hearts we yeah. get it I know I, that's you know <clears throat> there's only so many showgirl shot glasses you can get for one dude before you're like who's got something else for this yeah, yeah. so yeah you uh, and gonna dump a new guy who buys me birdemic merchandise <laughs> I danced with that dude once. The the Birdemic dude. The the lead man or the, the man who made it? The man who made it. Oh boy, I, I have a lot of shit I want to ask you about. Okay, finish the <laughs> showgirls thing and then finish and then we'll circle back to, to, to dancing with the crazy guy who Yeah, I, I like bad movies, so I put myself in these positions. Sure. And so like he so I got that and he is doing the commentary on it. Like Warner Brothers came to him and was like, "Do the commentary." You are the world's foremost showgirls expert. He is, yes. He this is, is a this heterosexual man. gentleman? No. Mm. No. Mm. No, no, no. Um, uh, but yeah, so he, and so we became friends because I went to Vegas and the first thing I told my ex-boyfriend, different ex-boyfriend, hey oh boy. Was that this we got to go. trail of carnage you've left. Love them and leave them. <laughs> uh, I'm just breaking collect hearts. Collect the promotional merchandise. <laughs> breaking hearts all over the I West it, Coast, I get it. fellas. So I took. I was like, I want to go to a strip club, and he was like, Hell yeah! And I was like, I want to go to the strip club from Showgirls, and he was like, Why? And I was like, Cause. So we went. Um, He's like, It's your Dollywood. <laughs> it's my Dollywood. I had to go, um, and it's amazing. It's the same thing. They haven't changed much of it. Um, in Did the- your boyfriend appreciate the strip club campily? No, <laughs> he appreciated it titiesily. <laughs> uh, and we got car. I got a card because in the movie it's called the Cheetah, and in real life it's called Cheetahs. Either that or it's mm. the other way around. Um, and That's, then why change it? I wonder. I I thought if it's the same place, I, I don't I don't know. But I know that a woman who um, looked and acted a lot like my mom did offer us a three way. 
Hey. That's fun. After she uh, invited my boyfriend very sweetly to touch her pussy. Okay. It was very nice. She's a very well, yeah. nice lady. Sort of like a, would you like to touch my pussy, dear? <laughs> um, Kind of. She. It was definitely maternal. It was definitely like, you can touch the cat. And I was like, okay. Mm. There's no cat here. Sure. She was oh, it was talking a metaphor. About, yeah, her, yeah, her business. The business. Uh, uh, boy, I... Uh, she's I, very nice. Yeah. Very nice lady. Did, was the... Uh, was the three-way, was that, was she trying to sell you something? Or was that just a offer because she had such a nice time? No, no, no. She wanted to sell us the three-way. Oh, okay. But it wasn't, you know, it was, she's she's very nice about it. She wasn't, like, pushy. It's just, you know, she's at work. What are you going to, you know, like, sure. if I'm, yeah. back but, when I had a job, like, you know, I would answer phones and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, part of her job is asking if I want a three-way. Like, I can't, I can't falter for that. You yeah. Can you sell three-ways in Las Vegas? I thought you have to be in other counties. You have to be in other counties. You have to be in other... But she thought we were cool, and so I took that as a compliment. Yeah, you yeah. Seem chill. She, know, right. she knows I'm chill. You, mm-hmm. she, she knows I'm not going to shame her for sex work, and she, she was like She knew you were 420 friendly. G-G-G and G-G-G. And G-G-G. Yeah. And I, I probably look a lot like her kid, because she <laughs> talks a little bit about her kid, because uh-huh. I like to make friends when I'm there, so of course yeah. I asked her about her... And always a hot, a hot run-up to a threesome is talking about <laughs> your kids. I like to know people. Sure. If I'm gonna, <laughs> to, to be fair to her, mm-hmm. if I'm going to get involved in a paid three-way, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I want it to be with someone that looks like my children. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. See? Uh, one of the cardinal rules. Was, oh, so, okay. So, so three-way and pussy touching aside. Yes. Was your trip to the strip club featured in Showgirls everything you hoped it would be? It was everything I wanted it to be. Is there like... Because I was lucky enough to go to. I think it's demolished now or it's turned into something else. I got to go to the bowling alley from the Big Lebowski before they closed it down. Uh, And it is not – or it was not Lebowski'd out. But mm-hmm. there was a lot of little things. There was a lot of like, you know, somewhere there will be a photo of Jeff Bridges. And there was just a lot of dudes there drinking white Russians. Oh, now, it boy. could have been because it is deep in the valley and that's just what an old guy drinks. Uh, but I, yeah, but I think it was a lot of, you know, kind of subtle nods to the Lebowski. Did the strip club from Showgirls have any kind of, you know, Elizabeth Berkeley slept here type no, plaques? No, I wish they did. I wish um, – because I would have taken so many pictures by that plaque yeah. if there was. It was just they kept the lighting the exact same. And this was <laughs> this was only was like four years ago. And I think Showgirls was like – how old like – Showgirls has got to be like 20 years old at this point, something sure. like that. Uh, so it was four years ago. They kept – the lighting, the stage looked exactly, exactly the same. Was it lit in like a 1994-ish yeah. manner, like a – Colorado Rockies or Florida Marlins logo, just like everything is purple and teal. Yeah, everything was purple and teal. I'm not even kidding. Everything was purple and teal. It was beautiful. And all the women had underwear that made it look like they had long butts. Oh. <laughs> those long butts. Yeah, long butts. I would clothing. go to the long butt strip club. Yeah. I would go to that. Old long butts. <laughs> it's actually, that... it's called old long butts. Yeah, yeah. It's a pirate thing. Uh, it's also in the valley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's got to be in the valley. Uh, so now tell us about dancing with the sh- the possibly insane man who directed Birdemic. Uh, I was at Bridgetown uh, a few years back. Mm-hmm. Bridgetown he... Comedy Festival. Bridgetown Comedy Portland, Festival. Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and or Oregon, as the locals prefer sure. to pronounce it. Yeah. It's Oregon. They'll yeah. shoot you. Mm-hmm. They well, have bumper just stickers with their that eyes. says that. Yeah. They get real cranks. Um, yeah, and it was the after party. And so we just started, like, I was dancing with a bunch of people. And then the next thing I know, like, this little dude, like, I was dancing, like, grabbed my hand and was, like, 
wanted to dance with me sure. and so i was dancing and then like about because I, I was wasted and everyone was having a good time and people were buying pot cookies and it was great and, and then and you like to cut a rug i do i'm a rug cutter i do <laughs> like to uh it's a little harder now because yeah. uh, uh i got hit by a bus so everything's all messed up in my body but back <laughs> then i was very life i was very sure. light on my feet so uh we were <clears throat> dancing and i realized like halfway through uh, I was the Birdemic guy because, oh like, someone next to me goes, holy shit, you're dancing with the Birdemic guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you knew. And then I was like, oh, I'm dancing with the Birdemic guy. And so we. I think I had – someone took pictures somewhere, but it's got to be, like, eight iPhones ago. So well, I'm not sure. Yeah. Were they showing Birdemic there? Was did, is he, is he just an alt two, comedy fan? I think. Oh, okay, Birdemic sure. 2 might have been screening. Gotcha. Yeah. Seems like you've led a rich life. Uh, yeah, I do a bunch of shit for free or that I pay money for. Okay. And then I get to tell stories about. Daniel, would you say that, like Biggie Smalls, mm. you're ready to die? Mm. Uh, yeah, real ready. I'm mm-hmm. ready to go. I think I'm the only person who had, like, kind of a near death experience and came out of it with no epiphanies. Uh, I learned nothing. Like, I'm just going to be careful around you. buses. There's sure. that one. Yeah, I live that every day. That's a nice <laughs> fear that I have <laughs> walking, down, walking down the street at all times. Um, you and my dog, Coco. My dog Coco's terrified of buses. Oh, yeah, she's Coco, terrified. Yeah, of Yeah, she's right. Yeah, she's trying to help you. She thinks they, <laughs> they will hit you in your body. She thinks you know that sound they make when they lower. Yeah, she's that's what she's that kind of sound. She oh. she's Not about it. horrified Not by about it. it. Horrified. Maybe that's like what some ancient predator used to do before. I think that is probably before the sound it would of hit a, you while oh, you were in the middle of a crosswalk. Dog, dog eating. <laughs> right when a mammoth <laughs> would hit you yeah. in the crosswalk. <laughs> you know those mammoths. It all go- hit those cave dudes in the middle of crosswalk. It all goes back to early man storytelling. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. That's the what we're prestige. Do. Exactly. And you're welcome, folks. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey, Max Fun community. This is your friend Elizabeth Gilbert, author of Eat, Pray, Love, and a bunch of other stuff. I am a longtime member, supporter, and devoted follower of Maximum Fun. And now, finally, I have my own podcast on the network. It's called Magic Lessons, and it is me coaching people through their creative issues and problems. This season, we have some amazing creators that we're helping through their joys and struggles of making something out of nothing. And then I bring in special guests like Glennon Doyle Melton, Brandon Stanton, Martha Beck, the poet Mark Nepo, Michael Ian Black, Sarah Jones, Gary Scheingart, these amazing friends of mine to come and help coach these people so that they can get their work done. I hope you'll tune into it. It's called Magic Lessons, and it's all about love. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Danielle Radford, comedian and other stuff. That's true. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, I want to mention two places that we're going to be, Jordan. Great. The first of them, Max FunCon East mm-hmm. in the Poconos. People who live there have a way of pronouncing it, and they get upset with me. Mm. Because I pick a new way to pronounce it every time I po- say it. Poconos. If you're in the Poconos. Sure. If you're out there in the Pecanas, in Pennsylvania, New York State, whatever, wherever the fuck it is, mm-hmm. 
Labor Day weekend, Max Funcon East. Let me talk about let me talk about what you're looking at. This is from memory. I'm not looking at a list here. This is from memory, mm-hmm. Jordan. Of course, me and Jordan are going to be there. Sure. McElroy family is going to be there doing the Adventure Zone. Mm-hmm. Sydney McElroy is going to be there. Every other fucking McElroy is going to be there. Mm-hmm. There were 75 McElroys. We're yeah. bringing a flotilla of McElroys. How many Wayans? <laughs> no Wayans. Not a Wayans this year, huh? Can you can you believe that? Couldn't even get that one who's a podiatrist or whatever. Phlebotomist. Phlebotomist. Couldn't get me. the rights. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's owned by Newt Gingrich, right? <laughs> our friend Robin Thede's going to be there. Hey, all right. Kevin Avery's going to be there. Cool. Uh, Aparna Nancherla is going to be there. Awesome. Uh, what else are we looking at? We're looking at uh, Joel Kim Booster is going to be there. That guy's pretty hilarious. I don't he know just who that got, is. He just got new faces. It's just for laughs, so maybe you should be paying attention Jeez, I to guess who Joel so. Kim Booster is. I guess so. Combat well, Jack's going to be there. I don't know what that is either. Combat Jack, host of the Combat Jack Show. Smash it podcast about rap music. Terrific. Reggie Osei, his okay. real life name. Uh, who are you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, I think our buddies from the Pop Culture Happy Hour, right? Uh, Linda Holmes and Glenn Weldon are going to be there. Those are them. That's absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. You know what I just confirmed? Hmm. Our friend, you know our friend Stuart Wellington from the Flophouse? Yes. He's going to be there. Cool. He's running a game room. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's going to be a Probably nerd party. Tabletop gaming. You want to do some tabletop gaming with Stuart Wellington from the Flophouse? Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? Hmm. Don't know. And handsome face. Mm-hmm. I'm really hung up on how handsome Stuart is. Great looking guy. Bothers me. Sure. Upsets me. I think- at- I don't like that I write him checks. Host for host? Yeah. Pretty good looking podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All three of those guys are lookers. I enjoy looking at Dan McCoy. Dan McCoy is- I like looking at him. Dan McCoy is a pretty motherfucker. Yeah. And you know what? Pretty boy McCoy is what they call him. Ladies, he's a gay divorcee. Yeah. Get at Dan McCoy. Yum, yum. I'm just saying, get to Max Fun East and get at that. Because Dan McCoy's going to be there, too. I'm almost sure Ashcon's going to be there. Oh, yeah? Ashcon just got back from getting his master's degree. Hell, yeah. He'll teach you a theater class. Cool. Unless he gets this job that he has to work over that weekend as an actor. (laughs) One or the other. Participation pending. I'm pretty sure that he's going to be there. Phoebe Robinson. I didn't say Phoebe Robinson Ooh. from the from uh, Two Dope Queens podcast. Okay. She's going to be doing stand-up. Co- this is a fucking jam-packed event. Sounds like it. This is going to be an extrava-fucking-ganza. Joe Firestone. Mm-hmm. Comedian, New York comedian Joe Firestone, one of the hottest things on the entire New York scene right now, is going to be doing a show where she takes single people from the audience and uses comedian proxies to get them dates. Sounds like an amazing show. It's going to be very fun, Jordan. Great. All at Max Funcon East. Tickets on sale right now, maxfuncon.com. They're just about to close, and there are very few left. So if you want to come, get in on that right now. Mm-hmm. Also, we're going to be at the Now Here This Festival. Yeah, that's, uh, I think, last weekend of October. Yeah, Anaheim, California, the 28th through the 30th of October. Um, tons of our friends' great podcasts are going to be there. Uh, like a, It's a million trillion I think they want uh, 700,000 people to come to this or something. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a blast. I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to podcasts, it. If you love podcasts, probably uh, most of your favorites will be there. And you, can I add something else? Please. If you love Anaheim. Yeah, sure. Get down there. Get down there. Let's say you're in Irvine right now. Hey, hey Irvine. 
Yeah. Where, where are you at? Where, where, hey, La Jolla. Yeah. Down Irvine. What's going oh, on? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Very <laughs> literally. Point. Point taken. Yeah, yeah. Point taken. But I mean, I want to hear you, Irvine. Yeah, I want to hear, where's Irvine at? Where's the Irvine Spectrum? <laughs> UCI <laughs> Anteaters. Yeah. Represent. Represent. If you live in a dorm that's named after a place from Lord of the Rings. Store that only sells glow-in-the-dark <laughs> stuff. Where you at? Pew, 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 pew. So, yeah. Now here at this festival... Yeah, it's it like a it's a Comic Con like situation where you buy a badge, yeah. and you and you get into all these cool shows. Yeah, I think you got a super ego there. Yeah, I think you got a comedy bang bang. Mark sure. Maron's doing a thing. We're yeah, doing it's our a friend thing. Mark Maron from the WTF podcast. Uh, so yeah, lots of cool stuff. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a ton of fun. Uh, and I know what you're thinking, Jesse Jordan. What are you? A couple of coastal elitists. Mm-hmm. And yes, granted, we are coastal elites. Absolutely. I mean, I own a Volvo station wagon. <laughs> <laughs> However, let it not be said that we are not planning a secret project mm. for the greatest city of the Middle West, February 2017. Mark your calendars. Mark it. Circle it, Chicago. Oops. So, so what do we got? We got, got Max Funcon East. Yeah. For the folks in upstate New York or wherever. Yeah. The Northeast Corridor. We got the Now Hear This Festival for the people in Cali. Yep. And the surrounding states. Yeah. And then at some point in February. 2017. One of them middle middle places. Yeah. And yeah. I say if you're, if you're in the Middle West, mm-hmm. circle February 2017. And then underneath where it says, under no circumstances should I leave the house during this month, Mm -hmm. slash frozen wasteland. Yeah. (laughs) Underneath, right, except for this one time. Cool. There you go. A lot of fun stuff to do. Unless you live in one of those cities that has secret tubes. Are there tube cities? Yeah, Minnesota. Minneapolis, Minnesota's got secret tubes. Didn't know it. Yeah, they got tubes. You can go between buildings without going outdoors because it's uh, such a frozen nightmare. Huh. That sounds fun. I'd like to be in a tube. I went through those tubes. It was a ton of fun. I bet it's fun. It was a shit ton of fun. I bet. Yeah. Minneapolis, Minnesota is a nice town. I can't remember the last time I was in a tube. I know. You got to go to Minneapolis. I guess so. You got to go You gotta go get them tubes. Is yeah. that why Prince was so cool? Yeah, he got them tubes. He got them tubes. Got them tubes. Maybe if I make like a space voyage. Like, because that's a, like a popular place to go to go into like a cryo sleep. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's either a trip to Minneapolis or a some sort of prolonged cryo sleep. Yeah, or a or a spray tan. Yeah, spray tan. That'd be fun. Yeah. So there's three three of your top tubes. Okay. Then, I bet I can and make I one of those. Say number four is probably fallopian. Sure. So n- number one would be Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh-huh. Number two, uh, that would be space journey that involves a cryo sleep. Yeah. N- number three, that's uh, spray tan. Spray tan. Now, number four is going to be fallopian. Yeah. Who books that? <laughs> who books fallopian tubes? Yeah, who books that? Uh, I, I'll put, I got his number. Thank you. But Thank you know you what? Thank you so much. I'm trying. I'm this trying. Is something... I'm, you know, I'm out here grinding, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm out here grinding. Frankly, Danielle, talk to your management. Like, where's your management at I don't have management. You're not represented, Danielle? No, I tried to get Gingrich. He's too busy with the weigh-ins. I, I have know. no management. Boy. Danielle. I have unrepped. Danielle, can I give you a tip here? Yeah. Talk to Christian. Talk to Christian? Yeah. Get me a manager? 
I think Christian could be your manager. You could be my manager? You can get me in them tubes? We've, it's, All we've up been, in them fallopes? We've been saying that Christian's last name is Duenas. That's actually yeah. his middle name. His last name is Gersh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's from the Gersh Agency. Yeah. He is the titular Gersh. He's oh, yeah, an heir oh. to the Gersh fortune. I heard that there was a Gersh that was working two blocks from my house, and I didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There I you didn't go. believe there was a Gersh. Problems solved. All your problems solved right here on Jordan Jesse Go. We'll be back in just a second. Hello. This month's Beef and Dairy Network podcast is an Olympic special recorded here on Ipanema Beach in Rio de Janeiro. We'll be tackling all the big issues. Should athletes be allowed to eat lamb? Should Olympic equestrian riders be able to ride on a cow? All these questions and more answered in this month's Beef and Dairy Network Olympic special. Find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Danielle Radford, podcaster and comedian and some other stuff. I had Unrepped. A, I, I had a... Uh, Free I had agent. A, I had a little momentous occasion this morning. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I went to uh, uh, an estate sale. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do, first thing Friday morning, mm-hmm. head out to an estate sale. Had a nice conversation uh, with, a man, uh, uh, with a man that was behind me in line. Turns out this guy buys, this guy buys records. Mm-hmm. Um, name is Kamau. Mm-hmm. Nice man. Uh, another record guy behind him. Mm-hmm. But I'm the first guy there to buy mm-hmm. records. Hit those three record crates. I'm pulling stuff. I'm pulling stuff. I'm pulling stuff. I pull out something and I say, hey, you guys, what, what is this? This looks cool. And uh, the guy next to me says, yeah, I know that. That's a good record. So I kept it. Mm-hmm. Like five minutes later, you know, we're switching. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, man, you know what that record is? And I said, no. He says, that's $400 record. Hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. I just thought he was doing a funny pose in a disco suit on the cover. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. either way, that's cool. So a momentous occasion for me. I had, a, I had a record come up today. What is this thing? It's just a soul record from a local LA record label huh. called Grenade Records. Okay. Uh, yeah, I listened to it. It was great. Okay. Yeah. Going to try and get 400 bucks for it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hey, cool. Yeah, it wasn't $400, Grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a real good record, but I'm trying to I'm trying to get that four hundred dollars, my friend. Got to get it. Yeah, you could probably also make that digital and then yeah. just still have it, and mm-hmm. then also have four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, you know how money works. I know how money works. <laughs> you didn't even have to holler at your manager Gersh over there. Nope, I already knew. Old Gershy. Oh, Gershy. Yeah. Oh, Kirsty Gersh. Yeah. So if something like that momentous happens to you, let's be honest, that one's not good enough. Would have to be better than that. Use that as a jumping off point. Yeah. If something momentous happens to you, call us 206 984 4FUN for our segment Momentous Occasions. Lots of people getting those Summer Bois t shirts in the mail. A lot of fun. A lot of Summer Bois tanks. Love seeing those pics. You know, my, Get at us. my wife's my wife's kid brother, baby Danny, got one. Mm-hmm. He got a tank. He's out there. He's like some kind of research biologist. So what you're saying is. While the sun's out, the guns are also out. Oh, you got it. Mm-hmm. And you know my boy Baby D got them guns. <sighs> I bet he does. You know he's got them guns while he's counting them turtles. Yum, yum. Wearing a tank near the tank? <laughs> nah. He's out there on them rivers counting them turtles, my friend. Tank, tanks, tanks on tanks. Tanks Don't on you tanks. mistake tanks. it. Tanks on tanks on tanks. Yeah. 
deep V. Mm-hmm. Deep V. Yum, yum. Is it? Does it come in a deep V, or do you, did he deep its own V? No, this is. Uh, it comes in a tank. Comes in, just but the tank, tank has a built-in deep plunging neckline. Ooh. All tanks have plunging necklines, relative to a crew. Mm-hmm. True story. True story. Thank you. Well, we're all just storytellers here. Exactly. <laughs> it's true. What was I saying? Uh, we're going to listen to calls. Oh, no. What I was going to say is we also got those hot Duke, <laughs> Duke, Duke Goobler t-shirts. t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and people wearing those Garabba t-shirts, too. A lot of fun. MaxFunStore.com. Get up in there. Mm-hmm. Get your goobs. Get them goobs. Get the goobs. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be counting turtles. Nah, you can do whatever. If you're looking out for invasive species, that's good. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's fine no matter what you're doing. You could be doing your phlebotomy thing. Nursing Ibex back to health. You got Put it. Put it on TV so people can see how majestic it is. You could be enlarging a colon. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, let's hear our first call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and Guest. This is Allison calling from Boston with a momentous occasion. Uh, a couple of months ago on the show, one of you guys, I think it was Jesse, sort of offhand casually mentioned uh, a Reddit, a subreddit, uh, where people post audio porn, essentially, um, which intrigued me, and I checked it out. And long story short, one of the guys that I was listening to uh, on audio porn just left my apartment. Um so that was weird and a momentous occasion for me because it was the first time I ever had a hookup like that. Um, so thanks, I guess, for getting me laid. Bye, guys. I would like to say this. Mm-hmm. First of all, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to help. I'm glad she clarified because I just thought maybe he was delivering postmates. <gasps> Get it, girl. I would like to say that while... It's interesting that she pointed out that this was the first time that she had ever had a hookup like that. Mm -hmm. I think it would have been pretty remarkable if she had had other audio Mm pornography-based hookups that weren't built around the Reddit for audio (laughs) porn. (laughs) For homemade audio porn. Uh, Boy, yeah, sex from Reddit. Not something that you would think would happen a lot. No. But I guess there's precedent now. I yeah. I just I she's so brave for taking home a dude from Reddit. I just I think that's great. Sure. Good for her. I'm glad I'm glad that she I hope it sounded as good in person. Oh yeah. Cuz you know sometimes live it can be really like underwhelming especially if you're used to li- listening to the recording all sure. the time. I mean that's right. me when I went to see Vampire Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so she's been listening I can hardly at home jack off to it. <laughs> <laughs> on the treadmill listening yeah. to him go and it's like is he going to be as good live? And so it sounds like she feels like he was at least as good live. So yeah. that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, always always a risk when you see one of your favorite artists live. Yeah, I wonder if she taught him that the wage gap is real. Mm-hmm. That would be a concern with if I was bringing home a guy from Reddit. Always, yeah. always a concern. Yeah. Big concern. Um, yeah, that's interesting. So audio, I guess I don't remember this discussion about audio porn. So a famous subreddit, mm-hmm. which is the 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 board groups of Reddit. Mm-hmm is called Gone Wild. Mm-hmm. It's where people post naked pictures of themselves. Sure. Um, I'm familiar with Gone Wild Curvy. I don't know if there's another one. It sounds like there's maybe a yeah. so, more general one. but There are a variety of sub-Gone mm-hmm. Wilds, sure. uh, such as 
Gone Wild, mm-hmm. or I should say sub Gone Wild Kirby. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> such as Gone Wild. Um, and then there's one called Gone Wild Audio. Mm-hmm. And so on Gone Wild Audio, uh, people post. Well, there's two, there's a few <laughs> categories. Okay. I really, I think this is an amazing thing that exists mm-hmm. in the world. I, it's not that great for jacking off, mm-hmm. but I appreciate the craft. Like, I think it's an amazing thing that people are doing this just of their own accord. Sure. So there's a couple of groups. One is these scenarios. So, like, someone will say, like, I want to hear one that's about a nurse that, you know, whatever. And then someone will record it. There's some where someone writes a script and then someone records it for them. Oh. Oh, wow. There's some that are all original. Mm-hmm. The top category by far, as, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, is guided jack meditation. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which is where you get hypnotized into orgasm. Is there some that are written by Aaron Sorkin? Yeah. It's hard, though, because he was walking while he was talking. Yeah, the old walking so. cock. <laughs> walking cock. The old Sorkin walking cock. It's, it kind of sounds like ASMR, but without the fucking around. Yeah, just get right to the jerking. <laughs> it's get to the point. And Stop yeah, pretending I mean, to brush my hair. <laughs> it's just like, you know, you're like ascending or descending the steps of a pyramid mm-hmm. in space. But with each step, you become more and more aroused. Until fi- and the goal is, the goal is to make you have an orgasm without touching your junk. Hmm. Huh. And I'd- then, like, people talk about whether they've done that or not. They're like, "Oh yeah, I did it with this one." Well, that's that's really amazing. I I would want to hear about more subreddit based hookups. Mm-hmm. If anybody has them, mm-hmm. I say let's make that a category coming up. Yeah. We got summer boy calls. We got momentous occasions. Should we call it cucks and such? Yeah. <laughs> cucks, et cetera. <laughs> so if you've got a cucks and such call, first of all, say it three times fast. You have to. <laughs> cucks and such, cucks and such, cucks and such. Say it three times fast and yeah. then give us a call and tell us if you've, have you hooked up tell on. Tell us whether you wore red leather or yellow leather. <laughs> sure. <laughs> And it doesn't call us if you're from unique New York. <laughs> Got a toy boat? Give us a call. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you hooked up on uh, Dragon's Fucking Cars? Have you heard? Yeah. Of, have you? Have you? Have uh, you? Coming on figurines. Have you hooked up with anyone from Coming oh, on figurines? Oh, that's a thing. What? <laughs> oh, hi. Like yeah, that's a thing. Mini figs? Yeah. Or any figurine. Wow. It's spelled the way you think. Huh. Which kind of figurines is it? Is it those kind of like fun vinyl figurines like Pharrell would have? Is it the kind? <laughs> is it like a Lara Croft Tomb Raider? Um, a lot of them are like Japanese, but a lot like some of them are action no. figures. There was a Dora. <laughs> there was a Dora on there. Oh, no, you say? Oh, that's not appropriate. <laughs> Which made yeah, me very upset. That's terrifying. I'm I, I'm hoping that one day it'll just be someone like doing their version of the Glass Menagerie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just. Uh, it's very understated. Sure, um, sure. It's all. It's what's not said. Mm. It's what's not. It's splurged. what they're not coming on. <laughs> yeah. These bobbleheads, they're not coming on. Um, but yeah, they. I they came on that on... remains of the day lunchbox from waiting for Guffman. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, you're welcome coming on figurines. Sorry, r slash coming yeah. on figurines. Get yeah. at us. Have Their you shit just up? blew the fuck up. Yep. Get at us. R. Our dozens of listeners just yeah. <laughs> descended on it like 
vultures on a jerk-off corpse. <laughs> jerk-off vultures That's also, on a jerk-off corpse. Not to, not to get off Reddit, um, but you can also find that on most porn sites as dudes. Oh, fucking coming figurines. okay. Do you think that that... Um, do you think that dude from Reddit audio was cute enough to fuck? She didn't include that, so no. Yeah. Like, she didn't, she wasn't like, she wasn't really like, hot. yeah, he was fine. Yeah, it was great, and I had a really good time. And so much as she was like, well, I guess I did. Okay. I guess I did that. You and were, we're di- not shaming you for doing this, no, ma'am. We think More it's power great. to you. Yeah, for- we think it's super cool. I just don't think you enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You did not sound enthusiastic. Yeah. Call us back when you do do a uh, weird sex thing that you're more excited about, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. We want to hear pop poppers in the background. <laughs> you know those party poppers? <laughs> Not amyl nitrate poppers. No, please don't use those. No. It's dangerous. <laughs> okay, let's take another call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Ben from Fargo, North Dakota, calling with a momentous occasion. I am going to be moving into a college dorm next month with a roommate I've never met before. Can you pause and this for a second? The phone with him. I hope that you're 18 because <laughs> I do. I do not like it when teens and tweens mm-hmm. listen to our program. It's not appropriate for you. You're not going to understand the sexual discussions. Sure. You're not going to understand the subtext. You're certainly not old, old enough to have seen Showgirls, no, which is you know, rated R. You don't have the R. emotional. R. 17. Oh, yeah. Well, then I especially hope you haven't seen it. At Brains are still maturing mm-hmm. until you're in your mid-20s. Sure. Jordan. Mm-hmm. And unless he's that one weird old guy who lives in the dorm. <laughs> sure. Which is absolutely a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm, true. Mm. I don't think he's emotionally ready for Jordan Jesse to go. This is a very Maybe um, this is the first time he's ever listened. He listened on his drive up to college with his mm-hmm. parents. Now he who you, I should hope are eighteen. Do you think what do you think he like uh <clears throat> he, he heard about it on that uh what's that MTV show about tricking people into thinking that they're in love Catfish. with you on Facebook? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he probably heard about it on Catfish. Mm-hmm. And uh he looked it up. Yeah, he listened to it. He said, "This this isn't for me, but I'm gonna call in real quick." <laughs> sure. Okay, go back to the beginning, Christian. Go back to the beginning of this call, so we can. I'm sorry to have cut you off, young man. I hope you're not drinking before you're 21. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Ben from Fargo, North Dakota, calling with a momentous occasion. I am going to be moving into a college dorm next month with a roommate I've never met before, and I just got off the phone with him for the first time. And after introducing ourselves, the first thing he asked me was if I was a virgin. Uh, then later in the conversation, he asked if I would be willing to go have these with him on an electric trap set for our dorm. And he finished the conversation by telling me that he had recently had his license revoked due to a minor in possession. And so he, he was wondering if when he got off at the airport, if I could pick him up and drive him to Hooters. <laughs> so I don't know if this is going to be the best roommate ever or the worst roommate ever. But anyway, have a great day. Bye. An electric what set? Yeah, I don't... trap set, which I think would be a, a drum set. But oh. in my imagination, I think it's a set for uh, for being in the trap. Yeah, yeah, with Nikki. Yeah, bees in the trap with Nikki. Okay. 
I don't like that that roommate of uh, Virgin's shamed you. Yeah. I don't like that. Sure. Well, maybe he was just looking for solidarity. We didn't hear whether the That's roommate true. is also a virgin. That's a fair point. Just because you're a bad boy doesn't mean that you necessarily lost your intimate flower, and that's okay. Absolutely. There are a lot of distressingly frank sexual conversations that happen in mm-hmm. dorm room hallways. Absolutely. Such as the guy who I did not really know who told me that he had lost his virginity to a Tijuana prostitute that his dad had hired. Sure. That happens. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Maybe if they are virgies. He was sad about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I guess a little weird if you want to high five over that. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll meet some nice gals at Hooters. You know what? That's possible. It's a fun place to meet women. Maybe they'll be offered a three-way. Sure. What county is this Hooters in? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Or, I mean, yeah, at the I... very least, their choice of ranch or blue cheese. Yeah. They can have both, but it's extra. Well, now they're adults, so they get to choose if it's ranch or blue cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I ask you guys a question? Have you eaten at Hooters? Yes. Yes. Well, when I worked for Fuel TV, uh, I had a Hooters black card. <laughs> Wait, what? I literally had that. What is that? Uh, it's 50% off everything. Why? How do you get that? You fucking work for a dopey TV network that runs a lot of Hooters commercials. Wow. And does a lot of integrated Hooters branded content. Gotta get it. Gotta get that sponsorship. I would like, I would prefer rather than a 50% discount mm-hmm. that it be an unlimited line of credit. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Your money's no good here. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you're running, like, Janine Garofalo in, uh, uh, what's that movie called? I mean, uh, Winona Ryder in Reality Bites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You remember when she has her dad's gas card and she's selling gas at the gas station? Oh, yeah. That's you, but uh, you're up in the Hooters with I'm your selling, black card. selling wings. Yeah. <laughs> Just giving, giving guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think you could make the argument that, uh, you know, Hooters, uh, Hooters has some questionable sexual politics. Uh-huh. I, I would hear that argument from someone. They've got some tight entertainment, though. Uh, the one in Las Vegas used to have a Prince cover band. Oh, boy. Called Purple Rain, spelled R-E-I-G-N. Oh, that's fun. That's really it was, fun. It was really fun. Purple I used to B-O-A-T. Go every time. Purple B-O-A-T. The sweet life. Yeah. A prince, <laughs> a prince and his twin brother lived on a... Jordan, you're a well-known enthusiast mm-hmm. of uh, BW3. Sure. Buffalo Wild Wings and West. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How would you compare them, Wangs? Yeah, at BW three and at the the Hootin Toot, the old Hootin Toot. Well, uh, and you what, could, and I don't know how you. How do that's you? That's what feel you call about? it when you use your Hooters black card to do a line of cocaine. <laughs> in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. The old Hootin Toot. The old Hootin Toot. <laughs> you get your cocaine. You have a choice of ranch or blue cheese. Um. Yeah, uh, and are you a fan of hot wings? I do like hot wings. Okay, I'm a fan. Is... I like I like more of a crispy hot wing than a soggy hot wing. Me so too. I did like the Hooters hot wings because mm. they're more of a crispy. Yeah, uh, Hooters does a nice job. They do a really nice job with they hot do a wings. Good wing. uh, and they're huge. Yeah, they are. Uh, you know, you don't get the you don't get the flavor choice like you do at uh, at B Dubs. You don't. You know, I think they only have hot. You know, like heat. Yeah, heat levels. What are you going with a hot or a medium? Uh, I would go like if it was a five tiered system. Right. I would maybe go to a three, four if everybody else at the table wanted it, but would not be my preference. Right. Yeah. yeah that's about where I am. I like to taste that wang. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. gotta taste that wang. Yeah, taste that wang. 
Count yeah. them turtles, taste them way. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Hooters does a pretty nice job. I mean, as, as far as a place to hang out and get a couple drinks and eat some wings, uh, pretty tasty. I mean, I think these days uh, there are a lot of other wing options that don't potentially alienate any women who might want to come with you to eat wings. Right. So I would probably choose those. Or any moral men. Sure, yeah, <laughs> for instance. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, I think um, uh, as far as food quality goes, uh, uh, pretty solid wings at Hooters. Wings yeah. are fucking good. I just don't, I mean, they do, even though they did that South Park episode, like, it is true, like, don't, when the women sit down at the table with you, like, they're not your friend. So it's, mm. you know, be nice to her. She's at work. But like, don't don't try to take her home, right? Because sure. she's like not your friend, and I feel like his friend or, or his new roommate like might not know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe that's like a a thing you can lay down before you get inside the hoots. Yeah. They're there to have fun. Mm-hmm. Four twenty friendly. Four twenty friendly. No keep, drama. Keep it light and breezy. <laughs> Rancher blue cheese. Do you think he met his new roommate on? Reddit.com slash R slash Gone Wild Audio. <laughs> slash Hooters Virgin. <laughs> Don't we have one more? Yeah, this one's a big one. Let's get it. Brian Sunny D sent us a note. Mm-hmm. He said, this one's a long one. Because we usually say, I mean, you know what I always say, Jordan. Hmm. I'm from San Francisco. Sure. You... No, keep it pithy. Yeah. <laughs> keep it pithy is what mm-hmm. I always like to say about these momentous occasions. And this one, less than pithy. But Brian said, it's worth it. It's worth the investment. And at the end of the day, Jordan, we're all just a bunch of fucking cavemen mm-hmm, telling mm-hmm, stories mm-hmm, around the campfire, mm-hmm. drinking cowboy coffee, eating some Macedon wings with some blue cheese Oof. or ranch. Yeah. Yeah. Blue cheese, though. Seriously, blue yeah. cheese. Yeah. That's, not a, that's, that's not, a, not, a tough, uh, Christian, not a tough choice. don't shake your head at me. Fuck you if you want ranch with your wings. Sometimes I like a ranch. Fuck ranch. If they'll bring out both, I'll have both. Yeah. If I have to choose, I'll do blue cheese. But yeah, I'll absolutely. do both. Blue like, cheese do... is so much fucking better than ranch. It's way better. You're right. I do like... I th- here, here's a value that I have. Blue cheese is the king of dressings. Sure. Here's a value that I have. Yeah. Is multiple dipping sauces. Mm. Yeah, okay. And I will dip something in an inferior sauce for variety. Yes. Uh, mm. Agree with you. If you are dipping apps, uh-huh. doesn't get any better than blue cheese. Right. But... If you got like some onion rings or something, rings, rings, rings and ranch rings with is a your good wings, comp. rings and rings, yeah, is or a good some combo. barbecue. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a ni- it's a nice variety. You mix it up and then you can appreciate the blue cheese more. Yeah, I want to be clear when I say fuck ranch, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that ranch is it's a relative fuck ranch sure. compared to blue if cheese. If you're if it's a choice, like if you just said, would you like ranch or no ranch? Of course, I want ranch. Mm-hmm. I made I made ranch at the, up at the cabin. I made my own ranch. Oh yeah, what? you heard about this Mississippi roach? R- Mississippi roast? <laughs> no, uh, uh-uh. it's like uh, it's a roast you cook in the slow cooker. And mm-hmm. the traditional way to make it is you use a packet of ranch dressing mm-hmm. mix and a packet of au jus mix mm-hmm. and a bunch of pepperoncinis. That sounds nice. And then you slow cook it mm-hmm. and it comes out zesty and delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh, and an entire stick of butter. Hell yeah! Oh, there it is. I, because I am classy, mm-hmm. made the New York Times version. Mm. In the New York Times has, version. It has peas in it and people are use, mad, right? Yeah. <laughs> you use half a stick of butter uh, and you make the ranch. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I made the ranch. It was hella good. It turns out it's pretty easy to make ranch if you have buttermilk. 
Yeah, I was really surprised. There's only like four things in Ranch. So, we can all let's just finalize our argument here. Right. I want to come to a consensus. Yeah. Blue cheese, mm-hmm. best dipping sauce. Do you agree with this? I agree with it. Okay. Yeah. I didn't want to make. I didn't want you to think you were pressured into you know joining our side if you have a different opinion because I want to hear that opinion. I do like a, but I mean I, I also like a sweet and sour, but that's all, that's not for the wing argument. We sure. don't want a situation where you're a teen. We're a dad, <laughs> and blue cheese is a Tijuana prostitute. <laughs> uh, just they, they just they made me have the blue cheese, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's okay. Let it out. It's fine. It's a safe space. It's just you know, we he wasn't. Tijuana. I want to be clear. He wasn't sad enough about it. <laughs> Should have been sadder. <laughs> he was too ambivalent about it. Sure, he did seem to tell it to, to a guy. He he was. Sharing a dorm with. He was bragging about it in a slightly sad way. I think, I mean, the sad part is your dad yes. having any involvement, right? Like, sure. that's the sad part is that well, why is and, your dad involved? And probably the life of a Tijuana prostitute is sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might depend. She might I'm she not might saying, have a I'm not saying, yeah. I said, that's why I said probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there are probably Tijuana prostitutes who chose that life willingly yeah. out of an abundance of economic options. Yeah. I you got to be fucking rolling it in. Yeah, but I don't. A lot of dads. Yeah, that's true. A lot of dads. There are a lot of dads in Tijuana. A lot of dads, a lot of big boys. They're all looking to get them kid that first hand job. Gotta get it. Yeah. Blue cheese. King of dressings. King of dressings. Mm -hmm. King of dipping sauces. You got it. But if you can have some other dipping sauces around, it'll make your meal more fun. Honey mustard. Honey mustard. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ranch is in there, barbecue's in there, not my fave, like to have it around sometimes. Can I ask you a- And hey, can I can I get some love for ketchup? No. Okay. Mm. Ketchup is ketchup's good. It's kind of a snooze. For oh little, yeah. For little kids. Okay. I mean I'm not saying you shouldn't put ketchup on a burger or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like I don't really want to dip anything in ketchup. It just doesn't it's not anything to me. Give me barbecue sauce. Okay. Boy, I, I thought I thought we were gonna have a have a Summit no. here well, where I mean, we can all agree, but you're taking this okay. anti just... ketchup stance. Look, we are, if I can borrow the parlance mm-hmm. of our friends, the Doughboys, mm-hmm. granted, we are not in a hand holding club. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> however, oh, boy. however sure. we are ballpark buds. That's fair. Okay. Okay. Yes. We're almost completely on the same page about this, but mm-hmm. I have a quick question for you. Yeah. And Danielle, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this. What is your number one dipping app? Oh, apps just for dipping? Well, I just apps for dipping. They, I mean, they could be apps that you that you'll eat straight. I mean, I'd eat an onion ring or a mm-hmm. you know a cheese stick. I'd eat both of those straight. I don't need to dip them. No, but uh, I do like to dip them. It's fun. I think a, fun. I think a, uh, I think a fried green tomato, and that's going to be wow. Wow, left field. Yo, if it's on the menu, I'm ordering. Where do that you get a fried green, green tomato? Very few places, but yeah. if, you, if it's on the Blockbuster menu, Blockbuster Video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting that. No, that's where you get a beaches. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Uh, also okay. great for dipping. Is there a – I don't like tomatoes, but I do like to try new apps. Is they, there a place in town I could try a fried green tomato? Yeah, there's a new like uh, fried chicken, which is so dope. A new fried chicken place that's – I think they're still in their soft open out in um, – uh, Is that one in Chinatown? I think it's Inglewood. There's oh, a fried chicken is. place in Chinatown? 
There's that uh, Memphis hot fried chicken yeah. place that's in Chinatown. Oh. But this is Gus's, and the chicken is like, it's flavored all the way through, and it's amazing, and the fried green tomatoes are awesome, and they don't taste, because it's a green tomato, it's it's like a tomatillo taste. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a brighter, Okay. it's not very tomato. I'm going to try this tomato. It's pretty great, and comes with aioli for dipping. Pretty good. You know what? I've had fried pickles in a number of places. Oh, yeah. I love pickles. I love fried things. Mm-hmm. I'm only okay with fried pickles. Not a fan of the fried pickles. I think Love they're it. a fun change of pace. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, listen, I'm not eating a fried pickle every night, but if somebody's like, let's get them, I'm like, yeah, bring them on. You're not talking about picks on picks on picks. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I'm not going to eat picks on picks on picks. But yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a fun change of pace app. Well, Jordan, you- Also, a fried green bean is a fun change of pace that app. That is a really fun one. Mm-hmm. Or like, like a tempura green bean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's you keep good. classing this joint up. We're tr- we're getting down and dirty BW3 style, mm-hmm. and you keep classing it up foodie style. I'm sorry. Should I go? My- <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> have I, have Thank I, you. Okay. I'm glad you're finally listen, picking up listen. what I was laying down. <laughs> we've got. <laughs> I wrecked the. We've vibe. got one more long call. I do want to. Let's. Okay. Fried Jordan, green tomato. What is your top number dip one dipping app? Uh, I think the most consistent home run, or at least ground rule double that you're going to have at a, you know. Restaurant or sports bar. Yeah. Other than wings, which are the world's best food. I think it's onion rings. Hmm. I think you can really, I think you can really, even if you're in a subpar place, even if you're in a place that's a B or a C, onion rings are probably going to be pretty good. Hmm. Okay. Really hard to I up. love onion rings, mm-hmm. but I feel like onion rings, it's like one of the biggest differences between a, like if you, if, if, that there's there's a, just a big gap, and I'm not a French fry man. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with French fries, but I'm not a lover of French mm-hmm. fries. And I I definitely prefer onion rings. Mm-hmm. But there is such a big difference between a frozen onion ring sure. and a cut and battered and fried mm-hmm. onion ring. That's mm-hmm. like even a bad cut and battered and fried onion ring and a good frozen onion ring. There's such a gap. Mm-hmm. That I feel like almost always in a B or C place, you're getting a frozen onion ring, sure. and I'm going to be a little disappointed. Now, here is my choice for the thing that I feel like it's idiot proof mm-hmm. because even the grossest version of it is something that I definitely want to eat, and that's a mozzarella stick. That's a that's a solid choice. That's a really I will solid eat choice. a cold. I would eat a cold mozzarella stick that came from Costco and at one point was heated up in a toaster oven at a Little League baseball game's concession stand. Here's, that's how much I like a mozzarella here's stick. Here's the mozzarella sticks that I have had that have broke my heart. Uh-huh. Are the ones where first of all Taylor Swift, <laughs> yeah, it's Taylor Swift <laughs> and Tom Hiddleston. Yep. So it's weird for me to see them together. <laughs> yeah, uh, is the one where it's it's they've done a shit job cooking it. Yeah, and it's the it's the not melted cheese rattling around in that. Oh yes, no. in that <laughs> skin. Shit. I forgot about rattling that. around like a ghost in an attic. <sighs> I forgot about that. Yeah, it's like a kid in a too big sleeping bag. Yeah, like exactly. Want... Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's Yeah, you're like... shaking that sleeping bag and there's <laughs> It's like a there. it's like a tiny dick and some Jenkos. <laughs> uh I feel like I love mozzarella sticks. I think they're great. Yeah. But the the be- those types of mozzarella sticks that I get always make if I cuz I'm like oh, fuck if they come out like that I'm going to be so mad. I can understand that. Yeah. So, I I had not considered that and I'm willing to move to the onion ring team because I do love onion rings. And, and even a frozen onion ring, the, 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 
the problematic, the downside. Sure. Yeah, I mean, one of those one of those flippy floppy little yeah. jingle jangle. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little sad. One of those little sleeping bag situations. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Okay. Let's this take the is, call. This is tough. I want to hear what people on the Reddit have to say. Okay. I'm reserving my judgment until I find out what Rich Tacular thinks. Okay. <laughs> What's the best dipping app? Yeah. Okay. Hey, JJ Go. Um, I want to try. Oh, this is a momentous occasion, and I want to try to make it succinct, but I apologize if I am not because I just got off of a nine hour flight from Paris, and uh, yeah, I'm a little jet lagged. Can you pause this like real quick, Christian? Before we get into this story, you remember the guy that called maybe two weeks ago uh, just after he had had a vasectomy? Mm hmm. Uh, he posted on the Reddit. I don't know if you saw this over there on the Reddit. I didn't. He posted on the Reddit. Uh, he was listening to Jordan Jesse go, heard that momentous occasion call, had no idea that he had made it. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Oh, man. That's, man. Put the number in your phone. Do it. 206-984-4FUN. Okay, let's get, let's get back to Gay Paris. And, uh, yeah, I'm a little jet lagged and we've been up for like 24 hours. But, okay. Momentous occasion. Was in the Paris airport on like a five-hour layover, and uh, like every airport, every single person there just seemed tired and stressed out and trying to children from, you know, driving everyone crazy and, and hurting themselves and whatever. And uh, and I was wandering around trying to find just a place where I could sit for four hours um, and ended up in some weird little corner of a terminal where... The Paris airport had put a upright piano with a little sign that said, like, play your favorite Paris tune. It was in French, and my French isn't great, so it was something like that. But uh, anyway, sitting over there, and uh, these two guys come over, and one of them starts playing the piano, and he's actually very good. And then, before I know it, they're kind of launching into, like, weird American karaoke kind of songs, uh, uh, culminating in a rousing rendition of Fish and Farmhouse, which is a song I've not intentionally listened to since the late 90s in high school. And they were the kind of guys in so many other circumstances I would have judged as being like obnoxious, bro-y dude types. And yet somehow at 10 in the morning in this airport, they were so sincere and like just seemed to be like it, they weren't smirking and the joke wasn't on all of us who were listening. They, they really were like trying to entertain people. And, and we ended up with a nice little crowd of like people like legitimately from 20 different countries and, and every sort of, I don't know, class of humanity or whatever. And, and people were gathering around and singing songs and it was, Bizarre, and especially in a moment when it sort of seems like uh, uh, mankind's ability to be racist and xenophobic and horrible, uh, I don't know, is more apparent than ever. Uh, it felt like a genuinely momentous occasion, and suddenly I found myself in the happy corner of the Paris airport. So, uh, yeah, wanted to share that. Thank you guys for an awesome show. Bye. Can you re- rewind that real quick, Christian? Because I missed the part where she talked about who she fucked. <laughs> yeah, it seems like she left it out, or maybe the audio cut out, or maybe yeah, it was that it second was... when the audio cut out that she said who they who was fucking. Oh, I think it was the entire band Fish. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, in Paris, in yeah. Paris, she got fucked by Fish in Paris. Like they ran a fish train. <laughs> 
Yeah, but it was crazy. It was just all noodling. Like, it was just all like... <laughs> oh, that's fun. I I don't... I didn't even know Fish had songs. Yeah, they did. You know, and I think a Fish song. I could be wrong. I'm not... Listen, you're not talking to Fish Guy over I here. read an entire book about Fish. I read our friend Nathan sure. Rabin's book. I've also about, read that book. It's a great book. I read this entire book. I don't remember any mention of them. I remember a lot of talk about the Stevie Wonder song, Boogie on Reggae Woman. Sure. <laughs> but I don't remember them even having their own song. No, uh, it's this song that you mentioned, Farmhouse. I think this is the closest thing that Fish has had to a hit. Uh-huh. Like a, maybe it was on the radio or something in the 90s in the, you know, Blind Melon era of music. Uh, Fish existed then? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I, all this could be wrong. Like a 1994? And I know we say this a lot. Oh, God, I don't want you to correct me. Oh, please, I don't want to hear about this. I'm just, I here's what I know about Fish. If it's wrong, don't tell me. Uh, I think that the, that song Farmhouse, closest yeah. thing they've had to a hit. Yeah. Uh, it has been on a lot of mixtapes that people have made for me. Oh, uh, mixed okay. CDs later in life. And it is a really great one of those songs. And I, I will listen to it sometimes and I'm like, oh, maybe I like fish. And then I'm like, nah, I think I'll just enjoy this song and not examine fish yeah. any closer. It's like a blind melon gin blossoms type tune. Yeah, it's like, hey, this is a farmhouse and other stuff too. <laughs> I don't recognize no, it. Are people yeah. just making you mixtapes that are based off of Ben and Jerry's flavors? <laughs> yes, exactly, and uh, and then yeah, and then just uh, then a Monty Python skit. There can has I, to be a there has to be a Reddit for that. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Is it possible that you're confusing mm. a fish song called Farmhouse with Semisonic's Closing Time? Mm. Closing Time by Semisonic. Yeah, can uh, this is a farmhouse? No, you <laughs> can't sleep here. Yeah, yeah, Got it's it. probably the same song. Well, problem solved. Yeah, two zero six nine eight four four. Fun if you're in the band Fish or if something momentous has happened to you. We would have a guy from the band Fish on Jordan. Hey, Trey Anastasio, get in here. I think he's the I think he's the uh, problematic frontman, isn't he? Don't know. I think he's the bass player. I think the I think he's a guitarist. He play because he played bass on the Tenacious D album. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think it was him. I think Warren from the Vandals played the guitar. Uh huh. And then old Foo Fighters played the drums. If I remember the uh, Tenacious D album right. lineup. You mean old Nirvana. Thank you very much. Thank I like you. the old stuff. Whoa. I like, I, Whoa. Like, Whoa. I like a little band called Nirvana. Sure. Thank um, you very you much. Maybe you guys are big I don't listen to a lot of indie fighter music. Men, but I am, <laughs> I am, I've got a little something called taste, mm, Jordan, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, I like the music mm-hmm. of Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Mm. So she she discovered um, sincerity. Is that what happened? Yeah, or feelings. <laughs> she discovered feelings? I think she discovered that you have more feelings when you're tired. Yeah, when you haven't slept for 24 hours yeah. and suddenly everything is beautiful and means sure. a whole lot. That, by the way, was a great call. It was a, I, a great call. I, all I've done is shit on this woman's sure. call. <laughs> I want to be clear that she did a fantastic job. Good call. And in my Painted mind... Painted a picture. Like... W- you know, she did such a great job of driving home what I see as the lesson of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like what I took home from that, from that call, which is at the end of the day, no matter what country we're from, mm-hmm. you know, no matter where, we're, where we've been mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. where we're going, 
were really just cavemen sure. sitting around <laughs> yeah. a fire sharing stories. Yeah, yeah. And and sometimes that story is just the story um, of fish. Yeah. The, class, a, a, the a classic story is all the time itself. <laughs> yeah. The classic themes. You have man versus machine, mm-hmm. man versus nature, guitarist versus unusual <laughs> time signature. Sure. <laughs> Musicians versus audience patients. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Uh, Danielle Radford, comedian, podcaster, and thanks. Uh, Daniel Radford, host of the new smash hit Max Fun podcast, Tights and Fights. Yeah. I think, what are we looking at? So let's see, this comes out next week, and next week's when Tights and Fights is, is premiering, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is premiere week for Tights and Fights. If you want to get Ooh. with Hal Lublin, mm-hmm. if you want to get with Danielle Radford, if you want to get with hip-hop superstar Open Mike Eagle. Mm-hmm. Sounds like this is the podcast for you. That's working hip-hop artist sure. working, Open Mike Eagle. Working hip-hop artist. Making a, money. Yeah. He's Loving a man, father. Professional hip-hop artist mm-hmm. Open Mike Eagle. You want to hear them talking about what happened on Raw, what happened on SummerSlam. Did the, you know any of these names before we started doing this podcast? What, ha- what happened on... Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, what... Wh- Jake The Snake Roberts. Gorgeous George. Well, sure. time. Time is what happened time, yes. on Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> been, it, happened, it happened all over. I'm hit it with a folding chair. You, yeah. want, you want to hear them talk about... Core professional wrestling concepts such as folk, mm-hmm. distrucity, mm-hmm. <laughs> warrior spirit, mm-hmm. warrior nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that stuff. All, All that, that stuff. stuff. Seems like this is the podcast for you. Tights and fights. Mm-hmm. Tights and fights. Mm-hmm. That's it, fights. That's, That's it. Tights and fights. Danielle, it's been a joy. Oh, thank you. And thank you so much for having me. I had a really good time. Jordan, Jesse, go about to be up at MaxFunCon, EastMaxFunCon.com, yep. up at the Now Hear This Festival. What's that? Early bird pricing is about to close? Yeah, I think if, I think the day this comes out, so if you're a, if you're a, a loyal Jordan, Jesse, go listener who jumps all over that podcast, yeah. as soon as it drops, I think you can still go over there to the Now Hear This Festival website and get some uh, early bird ticks. But I think uh, if you're hearing this later than Monday, you're probably SOL. But you should get tickets anyways because it's going to be a blast. Yeah, it's going to be probably the most fun that Anaheim's ever seen. Mm-hmm. Outside of when the Anaheim Muddy Ducks won the Stanley Cup championship. <laughs> oh, man, that was a blast. Oh, God, that was God, fun. I flipped over so many cars. <laughs> oh, I pissed right through the broken window of that glow-in-the-dark stuff store. Boom. That'll uh, show just, them. Just some, fun, just some fun boys having fun, huh? It ca- fun boys. It caused a fire. I don't know the chemistry of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But something about glow-in-the-dark plus urine equals flame. Yeah, it makes sense. Specifically a wall of flame. Mm-hmm. Christian Duenas on the boards this week. You, of course, know him as Christian Duenas Gersh yeah. of the Gersh Agency. <laughs> Duenas hyphen Gersh. Yeah. Christian Duenas Gersh. God, that's a fucking NPR name. Christian Duenas Gersh. <laughs> uh, I'm Christian Duenas uh, Gersh. Uh, I'm going to throw in. Cherry b- Glazer. Before we go, I'm going to throw in one more plug. Mm-hmm. Max Fun's longtime friend, one of the coolest, funniest ladies I've ever known, is Elizabeth Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Lizzie G, as she's known. 
She's a regular on My Brother, My Brother and Me. She's been on Bullseye several times. She's a, She's been close friends with Judge John Hodgman for decades and has been a guest bailiff filled in for me on Judge John Hodgman. Uh, we have been making the second season of her amazing podcast, Magic Lessons, which is about uh, making being a creative person, basically. She, she and celebrity guests, including uh, people like Sarah Jones and Neil Gaiman and uh, uh, Cheryl Strayed and all these really cool people, uh, help people through their creative problems. It's a stories of transformation. It's a beautiful, hilarious, sweary show uh, that could only come from a best-selling author portrayed by Julia Roberts in a hit film. Hmm. <laughs> no, but for real. I feel like a lot of people don't know about how cool Elizabeth Gilbert is. Get with that magic lessons, because that shit is what's up. It's already top 10 on iTunes. Top 10 on iTunes right now. Grab it. Get some. Maximum Fun's other newest podcast. Mm. You got two podcast homework assignments right now. (laughs) And they will feel like homework. Yeah. Unpleasant. It's a real real bummer. But if you get an A, Dad's going to take you to a pizza party. (laughs) And then he's going to get you a Tijuana handjob. Boom. Thanks, Daddy. (laughs) I'm a big boy now. I'm a big big boy. (laughs) Uh, 206-984-4FUN JJGO at MaximumFun.org Hashtag it JJGO On Twitter tweeters uh, If you're on the Facebook Join that Maximum Fun Facebook group A lot of fun going on there mm-hmm. If you're on Reddit of course The subreddits are MaximumFun.reddit.com And GoneWildAudio.reddit.com <laughs> <laughs> Will someone please post this week's Jordan, Jesse, Go and Gone Wild Oh please <laughs> And someone try and jack off to it <laughs> See what you can do. I should say when we say jack off, we also mean lady jack offs as well. Absolutely. This is gender neutral, just like Summer Bois. And Big Boy. You got it. Uh, That's it. Brian Sunny D. Fernandez looking out for us across the pond in jolly old England working on television. He'll be back eventually. Christian hates this. Mm -hmm. I mean, Christian's just doing this for the money. Let's be honest. That's the reality of dealing with Chrissy Chris Gersh. Sure. Well, and then picking up uh, hot new stars, like yeah. people who like to talk too much about Eva Marie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eva Marie Saint, the legendary Hitchcock That's, star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she is a wrestler. I don't know. A lot of you are probably seems, very behind. <laughs> she seems old for it, frankly. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, she doesn't do much, but her what she does are is amazing. Concern. Sure. Just her, osteo, her osteoporosis is a big question mark. Uh, you know, but she's still hitting them suplexes, so that's all that really matters. Gotta hit those suplexes. Hit, hit that plex, suplexes. get them wings. Hit the plex. <laughs> hit that plex. We'll be back next week on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.